You're listening to episode 124 of the Fearless Launching Show, and today I'm going to help you answer the question, who is in your audience? Hi, I'm Ann Samoyloff, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. All right, welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. I'm your host, Anson Love, as the intro stated. And today I'm going to be talking to you, well, I'm kind of going to have a little bit of a confessional here. And this is really a topic that I think that I need to talk about with you because I've been doing some things wrong. I've, I haven't really been taking my own advice. And that is how we find out what our audience wants, who they are, what they need, uh, how to connect with them better. And this is the one system I'm actually focusing on right now because I, I had a realization uh, and I'll share that with you. Uh, I'm great at being a good listener, uh, watching people, understanding behaviors, seeing the connection between, you know, how someone might behave in a certain situation and what they purchase, uh, learning who people are, connecting with them. I love having one-on-one conversations with people, and that is all great. However, if you're just trying to make friends and um, and you're looking just to spot help people. But the truth is I haven't really been good at doing as much as I could be doing with all this insight and information I've been gathering. And I wonder if that is, if you have a similar situation, um, as I'm going through this round of fearless launching, I, I always start off, there's always a section where we start off by really getting to know who's in our audience and and interviewing people on Skype and and listening in Facebook groups and doing all sorts of things. And uh, as I've gone through this specific round where I really wanted to focus on this this piece, I realized this is so true that I think that often we're good at setting up all the systems and all the little places we're supposed to be asking questions and getting information, but we're kind of not doing anything with it. We're not even evaluating it or analyzing it or going back to see uh, what can we learn from it and then what are we taking action on. So on the surface to even yourself and even myself, maybe it looks like I've got all the info gathering things in place and maybe you've seen some of the things um, in my on my email list, or perhaps if you're a customer, or if you're a student, you might've seen some of the things. Now I know I can get better at every single area of my business because, you know, that just is the nature of being a human. There's always room for that improvement. 
So I know this about myself and I know that just the just the act of gathering the information for some people, getting on phone, getting going to coffee dates, going on getting on Skype with people, going to hangouts, listening and just doing searches in Facebook groups, it's kind of done in a haphazard way. And I want to encourage you today to create that system right alongside me. I'm I have a tool for you that I'm going to share with you at the end today and because I think it's so necessary, and I'll talk more about this in a little bit, I've even got a deep dive survey that I've got for you. And I would love for you to participate in helping me create this survey because you can learn a lot just from seeing what questions people ask and deciding, oh, I want to ask that question too. I want to know that information about my own customers. First off, Let's ask the question (laughs) and just answer it really. Um, I think I've written about this on the blog. I will post a few links to those blog posts and articles and even I think at least one podcast where we talked about gathering information, understanding who is in your audience and before you even decide what you're launching. But why are they so important? Why is it so darn important to be gathering this information? Well, like I said, it helps you understanding, understand what you're going to launch. If you've ever asked the question, what should I launch? Oh my gosh, this is something that I literally have just been saying lately. And if someone came to me and said, should I launch this or this? I would say, go ask your audience. <laughs> and I haven't even done that myself. Oh my gosh. Okay. See, I'm uncovering my flaws right in front of you. So it also helps you discover who your audience is, what they need, what they want. Going a little bit deeper, you might under you might get to know what your audience thinks they need, and it also gives you those tools to actually give them what they want right along. You know, they think they know what they need, but it's more of a want. So plus you're going to start getting to understand how people want to please you by telling you that's a great idea or yes I would totally love that when really there are there are more internal things that happen when people make decisions on why they buy things so it's 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 a great piece of information to have that you say you surveyed like 50 people or something and they come back saying yes I need this this and this and then none of them buy so there's something more going on that you can dig for so that even gives you information on the surface and not really surface but on like a very practical level surveying gathering information listening all these things help us write better blog posts write better um or pick content for our blog posts. And just, it helps actually with that entire content creation process in general. Also, because of this, it allows us to start solving the problems of the people in our audience right out of the gate or people we want in our audience right out of the gate. And I I think that is, you know, people have tons of problems. And if we can find ways to solve those you know, they, that builds their trust in us. And I think that's why really surveying and gathering information on a completely other level is a great way to say, I care about what you think. I'm not just in here for my own agenda. I'm here for the right reasons. <laughs> As any reality TV show lover will know what I'm saying when I say that, you know, I'm here for the right reasons. I want to help you. I want to support you. Um, it gives that, it gives those kind of subtle messages to people. So 
here are some things that I do on a regular basis to gather information about my audience, about customers, about clients, students. Um, they're just things that I do, and they're things that I have in place now. Uh, some of the things I have not done for a while, uh, as you may know, like I think the last time I did a full audience survey where I posted it on Facebook and I shared it on other social media platforms and I put it on the blog and I sent it out by email. I haven't done one of those in a very long time. I am ashamed to say that folks. So some of the ones that are there in place and I get regular feedback through and I get regular comments through. So it's not like the information isn't coming in. My autoresponders, um, several of them have just a simple question. And I do have a way that that stuff gets, that information gets out of my inbox into a spreadsheet that happens automatically. I have customer research Skype calls on a regular basis. I often reach out to people who join the pro, join Fearless Launching, or just that I see liking stuff on my on, on social media or people that just kind of re reoccur that I keep seeing in my kind of community and I'll reach out to those people. I do that pretty much on a regular basis and pre-program surveys. So the second someone purchases something like fearless launching is the best example. I do have them fill out a, you know, where, why did you, I actually first ask them, why did you join? And then they, before we even get started, I kind of want them to set, set, let's set the bar where they are right now. And I send them a pre-program survey I also send out, or I have sent out in the past, I didn't do it recently, which is another problem. The inconsistency is just ridiculous for me right now. Um, Post-launch survey. So that's like to everyone who participated or was sent launch emails, specific launch emails, not your regular, hey, look what's on the blog uh, newsletter that goes out usually on a weekly basis. So that, that goes out, that kind of is the, why didn't you buy, <laughs> you know, kind of, kind of thing. Um, so I always like to try to send that, but sometimes that doesn't get out. There's also a post program survey that I often send out, especially when I've made some changes to the program and that could sent out to customers once they've gone through a program. I have in this year, I have this year sent out applications for free sessions and I picked some people from those folks who've submitted, but there's a lot of information there that has come in. And there are, again, like this is another one that's related to the post-launch. I might actually look at people who clicked, who were clicking on things in let's say on the sales page, who are opening all of the launch emails, I will specifically have them tagged so that then I can send them a special message or question or just reach out to those people. And sometimes those will be a mix of couple a couple of questions or maybe I'll reach out and see if they want to jump on Skype or just, just a very casual email. Sometimes I will reach out to those people who looks like they they really interacted with everything I sent out, but still they didn't become a customer. So I'm really interested in those folks. And then I always 
aim to ask questions at the end of emails, at the end of my content, whether it's a blog post, whether it's a video, whether it's this podcast, I try to do that wherever relevant. So these are just some of the things that I do. Um, also, there are some other things that you can do, and some things that I uh, that are even more haphazard than the than some of these. And I will make sure that those are in the the download that I've actually created for you. So you'll you'll be able to see some of those things. They're related to Facebook groups and and also just different ways, different analog ways that you can reach out to people and really find out what they need and what they want. So like I've been kind of saying throughout, I mean, I'm not, I'm not badgering myself really, because I know that as an entrepreneur, you just, it takes, sometimes you just run out of time to do things, but I can honestly say that I'm really disappointed and and I and myself for my past behavior, but going forward, my goal is to be more consistent with these and maybe pick, you know, have specific ones and have specific times when I do these, the evaluation of things on this list. In fact, that's exactly why I created the printable for you so that you can decide, you know, where you're gathering information, how often you are actually reviewing it, and what are you going to do with that information? So that that's the most important thing is that you gather it, you review it, and then you pick an action that will that you can take, whether it's on a launch, whether it's, oh, I'm going to create a blog post about this, whatever. So just a few thoughts I wanted to share, you know, about all of this and that about gathering, reviewing and why it's really so, so darn important. And that is, this is all good, you know, and I, I really believe that the action piece is so critical, so critical to why are you gathering it if you're not going to do something with it? Um, also something that I kind of, you know, I started going through some of the spreadsheets that I gathered. I gathered all the links to all the Google form kind of responses that I have. And if I have SurveyMonkey on a few, I have like links so that I can review everything. And I realized, you know what? Information I gathered two years ago might actually be null and void. Like, why am I doing this? Like the people change, people evolve. So I can go back to that and that that's valuable to some extent, but I actually feel like this is, this is the real reason you got to keep your survey. You got to keep your gathering current and whatever you're reviewing, you can't review something that happened four years ago and think that it's now relevant. It might be relevant to someone, but I think that if you've gotten off the track, kind of like I have, that you start kind of fresh and you just say, okay, I'm going to start by sending out a simple survey to my entire list. And that's what I've done. So if you guys are just listening on the podcast, aren't a part of the mailing list, I'd love it if you would join the mailing list. So you can kind of see some of that stuff in motion. Uh, otherwise you might just be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Anne. so if you haven't downloaded the launch toolkit, you don't know what questions I ask when you first download the toolkit. So important is to, is to keep your survey current and it's no, it's no coincidence that most people do send out a survey about once a year. 
So I think that's fine. I think you can even send it out more often. You can send it out in different ways. Maybe you send out one bigger one once a year, and then you send a smaller one you know, at, at another time during the year. And of course, if you have all these other kind of mini behavior related surveys, then, then that kind of covers you as well. Um, again, response time is key. And I really believe that the best way to have a good response time in anything is to have a system, you know, you have a process you go through. So make it a system put it on the calendar and you'll have a better chance of getting it done and actually spending time rather than looking at like 20 spreadsheets. Like I am thinking, how am I going to make sense of all this? And maybe at this point, there's only a few of them that really are relevant. So, so for instance, I, I want to just share that, like, let's say you have a post launch survey you've sent out to your entire list to kind of find out you know, were you considering purchasing the program or the product? Why didn't you buy the product? Um, if you had a chance to buy the product at another time, would you consider buying it then? I, all these questions are things that you can that you can decide on, but you want to be reviewing those results while you're evaluating the success of your launch. You don't want to be waiting until three months later. So you have to really think about the response time for and the when you actually review it. So it's relevant to what's happening. You know, you don't want to read last launches survey results right before your next one. You really want to do it in advance so that you can make changes if needed. Uh, also, let's say you you have an ongoing autoresponder that, that, that sends out a question when people sign up to your mailing list. You'd want to read those results maybe monthly, you can set a time, uh, like a date every single month where maybe it's the last day of the month where you kind of go through all those responses. Um, maybe it's also where at the same time you look at Google analytics to see where you might see trends and proof of what people tell, tell you (laughs) in that survey, because often there's conflicting information and it's because people really do want to please you sometimes. They want to tell you what they think you want to hear. I mean, how many people have signed, have, um, have done a, like a personality quiz and actually answered it for what personality that they thought was going to come up. I, I mean, I can't be the only person who've done that, who's done that. So I, I think that you have to look at kind of different pieces of information. If you're going to look at that autoresponder on a monthly basis, then look at your Google analytics to see where, you, you see the proof that people are telling you the truth and that people are actually more interactive with the content that relates to whatever they told you in that survey. Um, you'd want to review your post course survey in the week or so after the course to see what people still need help on. Maybe it'll help you come up with a post launch offer and what to improve for next time. Um, it still gives you that you know, what to improve for next time. Also really good to do, you know, and to pull then back into any of the launch review that you did maybe right after your launch. So the kind of final thought that I have on this is that, you know, coming up with a system and a time frame when you're going to do this, you'll decrease the amount of time you'll actually need to spend in this research mode every single time you launch because you're going to be doing it on a regular basis. 
So if you want to launch more quickly and have a quicker turnaround, not have to spend like an extra month just gathering information from your potential customers, well, do it on a regular basis. Find ways to build this in to what you're doing regularly, the content you're sending out regularly. Again, some of those you will, some of the, some suggestions for that you'll find on the printable that I've created. So make sure you head to ansamoylove.com forward slash 124 in order to see what that's all about. You'll also be able to grab the link to, and, and just go to the link and answer the questions for my deep dive survey, which is really there to help you. I'll talk about that in a little bit. Don't worry. So resources to gather the information, resources I'm using. So, you know, besides the places, like if I'm, I've got Facebook, Facebook forums is a great place. I'm also looking at Amazon comments and, but where am I putting the stuff? So I use Google Sheets. I use Google Form. I usually create a Google Form that is just a survey. That's where I gather it because looking at the information in a spreadsheet is very easy. If you, even if though you just send an autoresponder, there's a great tool called if this, then that, which if you define, there's a way to set up a recipe. That's what they call them. Where let's say an email with a specific subject line automatically all of the text gets pulled into a Google spreadsheet. And that's what I have for my autoresponder information that comes in. Um, Paperform.co is one that I just started using for internal course. Like every single week, I send out a weekly report to the fearless launchers and people who are feeling, feeling it, fill it out. And, um, you know, it's a, it's definitely new in my, my kind of list of things because I wanted to kind of see where people were still struggling and needed help. So paperform.co, I got that in a deal actually, I think on AppSumo, just FYI, it might still be available. I do not know. Um, and then ask by Ryan Levesque is also a great resource. I am reading that right now because I just, I just know that so many people have spoken highly of him. So definitely grab that if you want it. And, you know, links to all these things are in the show notes. So make sure to head to ansamoylove.com forward slash 124. So also you can always use SurveyMonkey. Typeform is another form-based kind of way to ask questions to people. And it's super elegant. I love it. it. I don't know why I never bought it, but I do love it when people use that. So check that out. And sometimes, I mean, if you really want to get nitty gritty here, I mean, I do use time trade to set up meetings with people. And I, yeah, I think that's kind of it. I keep it really simple. So like I said, um, I have created kind of like my first survey that I've done in ages. And, I, and I'm not going to say it's going to take you two minutes to fill out, but it is a deeper dive that I'm hoping will help me get to know you a bit better. And really what I'm hoping to see, and because I know a lot of you, I've gotten to know a lot of you over the years that I want to see how you've changed, how you've grown. And because that has likely happened. I know this just from watching the changing 
kind of people who come into fearless launching and where they are in their business and their experience with launching, um, up to the point that they join. And I want to know how I can support you now. You know, uh, there are obviously things that we can all do better and I'm all for improvement, but I think that if, if you're willing to share with me how you've changed, how you've grown, what your current focuses are, and you know, it'll allow me then to give you that on the blog, in this podcast, maybe in videos, maybe in a program, but really just it'll, it'll inform me a little bit if I'm so off the mark, maybe you need something else. And I'm totally willing to give that to you if it's part of my um, kind of skill set. And also I'm real good at finding people who can give you the answers. That is kind of the thing that I love to do is that if I can't find the answer, if I don't know the answer or don't feel confident kind of teaching you a process, I'm going to tell you who to go to. I'm not going to just, I don't know, I'm not going to be a audience hoarder. I want you to find the answers. So like I said, I have created this checklist printable that you're going to be able to use to track your own info gathering system and create that for yourself. And I've, I've done that so you can do three things that we've kind of talked about today. And that is how you gather information. Number two, how often to schedule it into your calendar. And, and it'll, there's actually a space for you to actually write in the date or the frequency, and when to review each type, like I said, and three, what you can do with it. So some ideas and space for you to kind of figure out like, what could I do with this? Is this going to be a blog post? Is this going to be a new course? Wow, I've heard a lot about this topic. This might be a great webinar. You know, it's going to be up to you. So like I said, I have created a checklist, printable, downloadable that you're going to be able to use to track your own info gathering system. So there's part of it that will tell you how you can gather, how often to schedule things, to uh, to review the surveys and the information, and then what to do with those things. And then the other piece is actually a page which you can print out and at the size of your planner or your binder or your notebook or whatever, and use that on an ongoing basis to, to just kind of keep track of what you're doing. Are you, are you paying attention to what people are telling you and are you actually taking action? Cause I can guarantee you, if you just start with this piece, you will definitely be ahead of a lot of folks, um, who don't bother doing this. I mean, you'll already be ahead of me to some extent. So <laughs> I'm hoping that we can build this system together. So you've got two things to do. I'm going to just remind you. So A, you're going to go grab that printable. And B, I want you to really check out my first survey that I've done in quite a while. And I, you know, don't be surprised if you hear from me personally, because this is what I love to do. I might have more questions for you. uh, But you don't have to put your name in there if you don't want to. You're not, no one's gonna. No one's gonna test you. I just want to know how to support you. I want to know how you've changed, grown. I want to know about your wins. I want to know about what still challenges you, and I want to know how to give you more. And that is all. Okay. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode, and I hope you take my warning. And I want you to call me on it. If you feel like I'm not listening to you, call me on it. Email me support at ansamoylove.com is where I can be reached. And I want to thank you again for listening to the fearless launching show. If you are not already subscribed, 
head over to iTunes, subscribe there. I think you can also listen to me on Stitcher. Um, but you could also just go to ansomoylove.com, sign up to be on the mailing list, and I let you guys know when I've got new episodes. I am so excited to hear from you, and I will talk to you soon.